Hi, Nicole. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, now you can hear me. All right, a little trick I didn't have before. Yeah, it's all, it's all new tricky stuff, isn't it? Yeah, let me close out of a couple notifications I'm getting. Okay. So hopefully you won't hear beeps coming up. How you doing, Dan? You got to click on audio. How's that? Very good. Good uh -huh. to meet you, sir. Hey, Mark. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you. So let's get uh, started with some introductions uh, for those that have not met either one of you. Dan, let's start with you uh, with your name rank and serial number just kidding i'm a soldier but uh sure, your role sure. there uh, and sure. your, your title yeah so um uh, dan lacoste of course um about 21 years in banking um i'm uh, the, the commercial division manager with wafed um been you know about a year with washington federal bank right now so very good yeah all right nicole can you make an introduction of yourself please Hello, I'm Nicole Nelson, and I am a commercial relationship manager at Wafed Bank, and I joined about the same time Dan is, did about a year ago, and I have approximately 20 years in commercial lending. That's a lot of experience. If you're in the military, you get a, you'd have retired with 20 years. <laughs> no, we blew it. <laughs> well, we're like everybody else, we're accidental bankers. Yeah, very good. So I invited you guys on. I wanted to speak with you. We have a lot of people uh, regarding this pandemic that are trying to get some loans to save their businesses. My wife with her law practice, and uh, this is a tough time. There's so many, so many unknowns. So many things we're trying to figure out on the go. And my hope is that both of you could explain a little bit what it's been like for you as a banking institution trying to respond to the government stimulus package. Because I think sometimes we as a public think, and I know I was thinking this, they're going to send you the criteria. It's all set up. You're ready to go. We're going to walk in. We're going to fill out an application. The money's there, and we're all good to go. But after speaking with Nicole, I understand that that was not the process. So uh, how, how, what, is, what was it like for you uh, to get ready for this? Uh, for the first part, for both of you can... Uh, Take some time explaining that, and then what can consumers expect entering this process with WAFED? Um, I guess I'll start. You know, it's it's organized chaos for us. Okay. Uh, this is unprecedented uh, time we're in. So, um, you know, not it's not just the PPP that's out there. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, we're also in historical low interest rate environment. Yes. So, in fact, the lowest probably ever I've not, i haven't gone back and looked in history but when well, we when we can do a swap loan at less than three percent you know a 10-year deal two nine two eight everybody and their brother wants to refinance uh wants to maybe look at a new opportunity 
So it's not just the, so we're in the perfect storm for bankers. So we have uh, deals that are in the pipeline, historical historical loan, low uh, interest rates. Uh, so we're refinancing deals. We're modifying our current deals uh, to make it a little simpler. Um, and now we have all these relief programs that are coming out, um, which is, you know, we, we rolled out our own way ahead of the curve, which has been great. Uh, we had a lifeline. We called it the lifeline loan. I love that name. Um, and it was a quick uh, line of credit that we could get out to clients. Um, we've discontinued that since PPP has been rolled out and in, in, um, in play. So now we're full bore ahead on PPP. So when I say it's been organized chaos, um, we're all becoming SBA lenders, kind of. Um, we're more of the facilitator of the funds. Uh, the SBA has is, is, is got the money there. We're going to facilitate how it gets into the hands of all of these business owners as fast as we can. And so that's the organized chaos we're talking about. I'll, Nicole, I'll let you talk maybe a little bit about that chaos if you want on how we're, how we're getting these things through. Well, I think it's important to understand um, that the SBA and um, was developing the guidelines on the fly for this program and trickling the information to the bank. Um, a lot of times there's been relief programs, and I think, Mark, you're familiar with the um, EIDL loan where uh, folks can go directly to the SBA to apply. Those systems have been in place. But with the size of um, the economic impact that the coronavirus has had, the SBA doesn't have the bandwidth to roll out those programs and help enough businesses. So they needed to rely on the banking system to help them with this. We actually uh, have developed or worked with our software provider to provide an online application so that we can move through the process much faster than a paper application. If you can imagine mm -hmm. a paper application system would be um, it, team members from the bank hanging that into their system to then get qualified and, and draw documents. Some banks are using that approach, but our executive management team was working with our software provider as soon as this was announced. And we rolled out our system beginning uh, last Friday night. Of course, it wasn't without hiccups, but uh, the fortunate thing is our executive managers were listening to any challenges that took place working with our software providers. And we've been working through that. The system has changed in the last three or four days to um, handle the bandwidth that we're experiencing as well as work through a lot of the, the hiccups that were first there. So now we're starting on the approval process. And, and the analogy we've used around the bank is uh, it's a plane taking off, but we're still building the plane as it's, as it's taking off because uh, we're having training for our line bankers after the system's deployed because we simply didn't have the time to do the training. All the folks that needed to be involved um, in, in getting the system prepared, we're doing that rather than taking the time to train the bankers. So we're, we're asking for um, some patience and understanding, but we also know that we need to get this out as fast as possible to help our community. Yeah, so that's accurate. We are in an unprecedented times in every aspect of our economy, employment, personal living. We're all 
learning together very, very quickly, even with all the new technology, just trying to facilitate communication, transfer of information accurately, uh, completely. That's a big uh, responsibility that we all have. So now I, those that will listen to this understand that banking institutions had to develop the internal processes necessary to facilitate the demand that was coming. We know that uh, Wells Fargo has already said they're not accepting any more applications because they're at their limit. What does it take uh, for, for a bank to be at their limit? How is WAFED going to be able to continue to facilitate applications? Can you still take applications? Um, so, yes, yeah, so uh, we, we can t continue to. So limits are different from bank to bank. So the largest banks, the Wells, um, and I'm not going to even say any others, but because we know Wells has a cap, that's why I'll say that. Uh, we do not have one. Um, so it all depends bank to bank. Uh, we haven't even set our own internal internal limit. Uh, we're going to continue to accept applications, um, you know, until it, at some point it could be deemed we're using up too much of our capital. One of the great things about WAFED Bank is we're extremely capitalized. Um, we, we're about a 12 percent cap rate, which is uh, top in the industry, top ten out of all the 100 banks in the nation. Um, and for our size, that's pretty impressive. Um, so we're going to continue to take uh, take them on, and um, we don't see any reason to stop as of this point. It's kind of like the but the way everybody's getting through the line with us is. Um, we have a kind of a reservation spot. It's like when you want to go to your favorite restaurant, you got to call, get a reservation, and then they'll let you know when your when your table's available. Same same situation, and kind of for us, uh, we have a reservation spot um, when we when when we think the tables are available. And by the way, it was Monday at noon. All the tables were available. We um, got all of those apps into the process. We're going to continue the reservation spot. We decided, even though the restaurant's open for business now. Um, it has plenty of tables, um, but we're going to continue the reservation stop um, idea just for uh, to be able to control the workflow. Because mm -hmm. if we open it up completely to the public, um, we could get mass mass streams in. So this will help us control it. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, we're open for business, um, and I think it's bank to bank. I've heard of other super, uh, smaller banks, uh, smaller community banks that have to stop as well. Um, it's basically all around a capital position uh, for the regional to small banks. Okay. Yeah, it's scary as a as a customer and a consumer when 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 the bank says, "Yeah, right. yeah. you're like, well, what am I supposed to do now?" So then yeah. you hear like about Wall Fed, and you're like, "Okay, there's hope." Yeah, for yeah. sure. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we can yeah, we can apply and move ahead. Yeah, we're getting those we're getting those clients calling us daily right now. Mm -hmm. it, so I was just going to say, it's exciting to be able to say yes. Oh, very good. That is <laughs> exciting for the consumers too. Yeah. So let's talk about the process a little bit. They want to, uh, are you serving only your internal clients or your community? How are you opening up your access? So we're in eight states and we're serving any company that's headquartered in our eight states. Um, we are... As far as current customers, because we already have our due diligence on our know our customer or know your customer guidelines that we have to follow, those applications are moving through the system faster than uh, non-customers. 
but we are making our best effort to collect as much information from our non-customers as possible so that we can process those applications. But we are open for business customers and non-customers. We're, um, our CEO sent out a, a memo to all of us early on and said, we feel that it's our responsibility as a good community member to serve everyone in our community. Um, that has been taken to heart by all of our team members. And so we are, we are working to process those uh, applications and, and get them through the know your customer as soon as we can. Um, the reality is we are looking to grow our business and we hope that some of the folks we help with this uh, product will, will remember Wafed and, and come bank with us um, because once they get to know our culture, we're, we're hopeful that they'll have faith in our, the rest of the products and services that we can deliver. So a community member, whether it's an individual family or a business owner is uh, just heard from their bank, we can help you and they're living here in Lane County, where are your WAFED locations if they wanted to come in or get online? Obviously, we can't come in right now, but but where are your institutions in Lane County? <laughs> Go ahead, Nicole. I'll let you, I'll let you do that. So uh, we have a few on the coast. I actually don't know exactly where they're <laughs> located, but uh, Coburg Road next to Buddy's Diner, Okay. That has a drive up, so it's our most convenient location in the Eugene market. And then also Dan and I have our office uh, downtown Eugene on the corner of Broadway and Oak. That branch is uh, not accepting walk-in traffic, but we are doing business right now. So somebody sees this interview and says, okay, I want to contact Wafed. I want to get in the process with them. What do they need to do? The best thing is to go online to Wafed. Uh, bank.com and they'll see a blue button that says uh, coronavirus aid relief click on that and as Dan mentioned reserve your spot but it's it's actually wafed.com I don't think banks involved right it's just wafd.com all right so wafed.com and anyone can come in they can uh, fill out okay, talk about this reserve a spot what does that mean so you click, you, you literally, you'll click on the blue button. It's right there on your deal. You'll have about six or seven questions. Um, basically your name, your number, um, get yourself in line. As soon as that happens and we have capacity, which now the invitations are going out every couple hours, they'll receive an email from us with a, a link to the portal to actually apply for the, for the PPP. And then that's what you mean by getting, get a reserved your spot, wait for us then to hear from you. Correct. Yes, they will hear from us. And so anyone can come in, a business owner and or a private residence, and go through this process without restriction. Yeah. So the private resident, um, obviously, they need to have some level of payroll to qualify oh, for the program. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's there's people who run their business maybe with one employee at home or something to that effect. Uh, as people are working now, we're all basically working out of our homes. That's that's irrelevant, right? Because it's just who you have on payroll. Correct. The goal of the program is to keep people employed rather than uh, having them apply for unemployment. So if you're able to keep your team members on, whether they're working or not working, um, that's what this program is designed for, is, is another way to help 
keep people on the payroll rather than unemployment. And so what is the, the, the full name of this program for everyone who hears it? The Paycheck Protection Program, PPP. Very good. And this has a 60-day window as of right now? They, uh, you can apply through June 30th. It's anticipated that the funds will um, be depleted prior to June 30th. Uh, there has been some recommendations to apply as soon as possible, which is why we are using the reservation system because the, the volumes were bogging down our system. So it's actually faster to, to trickle in rather than to have everybody bombard the system. Um, there has been discussion uh, at, at the government level of uh, having more money allocated to the program. But as of right now, um, the last I heard, there was less than 10% of the funds being utilized so far. Interesting. So that's a big part of this message then with your organization today, because out here we're thinking it's, our, it's gone. We're all in trouble because it's all gone already. Yeah. And that's not, it's, you're saying that's not the case at all. You're saying only 10% of the funds have been accounted for or requested. Well you know, at the, I guess at the, we don't, we don't know an exact number of what's actually been put sure. out there. Um, in fact, the SBA still doesn't even have a note for our client to sign to okay. receive the loan. So um, if there are banks that are current SBA lenders right now, they may be using an old form to try to fund some of these deals, mm -hmm. but the actual note that is for the PPP product still is not available. So we're, we're getting our, all of our clients to the finish line or close to the finish line. So when the SBA um, finishes the note, then we just go out and get it signed and we fund. Well, that's a pretty, that's an important part of this process. So what, what is the SBA saying? What's the communication timeline regarding you get them to close to the finish line and then the SBA has got to come in. You basically like running track and field. They got to hand off the baton. That's right. Right. So what is, have they given you some kind of idea? Is that, is that consumer going to have to wait four to six weeks or is it going to be faster than that? Oh, no, no. It'll be, it should, we're hoping in the next day or two, hour would be nice, uh, but it is the SBA. And if you know much about the SBA, they're, they're notorious for being slow. I um, mean, they have a reputation for being clunky. So we'll see. Um, yeah, hopefully in the next day or two. So Mark, yes, to kind of walk through the process, so somebody uh, gets in our reservation system, they submit the application, we are asking for them to complete a worksheet to determine the loan amount, as well as provide their um, payroll tax reports or supporting documentation of what their payroll is in order to get the correct loan amount. We're doing an analysis of that as well as that know your customer that I spoke about previously. Once we say, okay, our loan amount is correct and we've verified that they're on the good guy list, um, then we're able to reserve a number at the SBA. Once we reserve that number at the SBA, that tells us we can do the loan and then we generate the loan documents. Reserving the number at the SBA is actually a relatively simple process. Mm -hmm. So we just need to go through, verify their payroll information, reserve the SBA number, and then generate the loan documents. And we're trying to do as much of this as um, electronic as possible to make it so that business owners are not having to come into our branches 
or meet with a banker in order to sign these documents or put in their application. We want to keep everybody safe and healthy, but still get them the funding that they need. That, that's, uh, that's really important to know that part of the process. I, I, in the email I sent, I asked a couple of questions. Uh, did you guys want to address any of those? We have a couple of minutes left. Uh, sure. Um, so the first one was how the banks are prioritizing uh, or how the funds are being prioritized. And um, it's first come, first serve. So the SBA itself, Dan can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe they have any limitations on a per bank, per location basis. That's right. There's, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no state by state, uh, bank by bank. Okay, that's very good because uh, we, were, we were just concerned about what's the limit for Oregon, what's the limit for Lane County, what's the limit for this area, and let's say people borrow 195000 hypothetically, is, is that it? So it's good to hear that there is no sp specific number. Yeah, I actually ran that question by our CEO this morning, or after you sent it, I was on the phone with him, and I said, just to clarify, <laughs> and he's like, yes, definitely not, so. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't have the questions in front of me, but if you or do you, Nicole, you want to read them off? I do. Um, one was how many applications can our organization process and facilitate, and um, it's as many as possible. We're all hands on deck right now. Um, folks who have never had lending authority before uh, have lending authority now for this program. So we, our whole team, has jumped in. Um, in fact, yesterday our CEO pulled one of my clients' applications and marked it approved. So that was kind of fun to see. Well, I, I can, let me just add on to that real quick, Mark. It's, it's super cool in banking right now. We are swamped, unbelievably swamped, but it's super cool because we, when, when Nicole says we're all hands on deck, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to be underwriting these deals and, and Nicole's going to be looking at them, but it's not, as, it's not like a traditional loan for us. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the SBA is putting all the weight into what our client is saying and they're telling us verify, verify what they're telling you and get it through. Um, so when I say it's all hands on deck or Nicole says that or whoever says that, um, it's really cool to watch. Even we have a, uh, a deposit coordinator who's a new account person. She's going to be, um, going through and approving these deals. Um, we are we're going to be held harmless when it comes when it comes to the SBA because all the information will be given to us directly from the client with no advisement from us. By the way, mm -hmm. typically we may help a client walk through a process. Um, in this, we can still help them walk through a process, kind of like we're doing now. Um, but we can't say, you know, what you should do here is this. We can't do any of that. Um, and so, and let me just add on to that. Since you brought up, uh, we brought Brent up, Brent Beardall, who's our CEO, the most engaged CEO on the planet, I guarantee you, Mark. Mm -hmm. um, and so he not only not only do we have chat lines that are live chat lines going right now, where anybody can ask any question they want. Um, Brent is in there answering them. I mean, he's in there answering most of them. He's pulling up charts. I said, okay, I built this for everybody. Now we're almost a $17 billion company mm -hmm. and the CEO is involved at the most granular level. Um, that speaks just volumes to me and, and the character of him and this bank. 
Well, it's exciting hearing both of you speak uh, regarding the organization and the methodologies that you're employing to help the consumers. So just listening to you, it's, it's very invigorating. Nicole, you want to answer those uh, a couple of other questions or give uh, get a chance to do that? Sure, I flipped from email to email. Um, let's see. Uh, will we lend to any applicant that qualifies? And the answer is yes, within our eight state footprint. So again, need to be headquartered within the WAPED footprint. Um, I mean, let and, me go, Nicole, hold on. So let me just throw out there. We we may we're going to go through and approve people on these deals, um, but they got to be. We just throw out caution to make sure that they read the SBA Q and A, so they make sure that they are eligible. They may still get through the system and not be eligible for the forgiveness, and we don't want it to bite them later when they go back to get forgiven for the loan because they didn't do their own due diligence. So there may be a deal that could could come through us because they have payroll. Um, but we didn't know that they were growing meth in their backyard, right? <laughs> so, um, or doing any any illegal activities, things like that. So there are some eligibility requirements. So go go to the SBA website. There are Q and A out there specifically on this. Read through them all to make sure you're eligible. Very good. We are recommending that you contact your CPA or attorney um, as well. The program does allow for forgiveness for. Um, things such as mortgage interest or rent or utilities, but there is a limitation that it should only be about 25% of the loan amount. So the bulk of it should be used for payroll and we would hate for clients to get past their eight week period, want to get the loan forgiven and then they aren't able to. Well, that's good information, especially about the whole mortgage portion of it. Uh, this is the first time I've heard that in this moment in time. So that's a significant revelation. Commercial, it's the commercial mortgage interest for the um, for the business, not yeah. home mortgage. Yes. Okay. yes. And, it could be, and it could also be their utilities for their business. Yes, very good. And was there another question I don't remember, Nicole? Um, just a little bit. You have one about are there some details business owners should know about the PPP or the $10,000 grant um, from the EIDL loan. EIDL. The EIDL loan is direct through the SBA. So if your business has been impacted, but your primary need is not payroll, you can get a loan, um, the disaster loan through the SBA. The first 10,000 is forgiven, so it's uh, a grant. Those loans are, um, I believe it's up to two million, maybe two and a half million, something mm -hmm. like that, on a 30-year amortization. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're low interest, but they are not forgivable. And so for a client, they need to choose between the PPP or the EIDL loan, depending on what their needs are. So you can actually, um, we have a couple of clients that, did the EIDL loan, so they got they went and applied for the ten thousand dollar grant and received it. And we did a little, I did a little research, and they did a little research, and we came to the conclusion that you can actually do both loans, um, but you'll have to pay the ten thousand dollar grant back. Um, so you're once you're in an application, you're not completely excluded out of the PPP, except you do have to pay back the ten thousand. I think it's really important in what both of you just communicated that ultimately the consumer has a responsibility to inform themselves, do their due diligence, not try to 
play a game, so to speak, with the loans. This is a, this is a big deal. This is, these are legal documents. These are legal processes, and people have to be mindful that uh, your banks are taking a risk. Lots of people are investing in this, and everyone needs to be on the up and up to, to mitigate any loss. So we have a couple of minutes left. Uh, I'll start with you, Dan. Uh, what would you like to say to consumers, citizens, community members about WAFED and what the heart of your organization is uh, for, the organ for the communities that you're located in? Well, I think you just made a comment of what our CEO says about our bank and has said forever. And the day I met him, he said it to me, which is uh, WAFED is a bank with heart. Mm -hmm. It should be our tagline, I think, or some kind of mantra, uh, but it's absolutely true. Um, we, do, we don't do loan workouts with clients um, like traditional banks might do. We'll actually go bring the client. I mean, there will be some loan workouts, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But for the majority of the part time, we every single time, if a client's willing to sit down with us, we'll, we can get them to wherever they need to get to. Um, so my message to everybody is, stay calm, be nice to your banker. Mm -hmm. um, um, we are slammed, um, but we are getting this, these loans through the process as fast as we can. Try to avoid um, listening to uh, everything that's in the, on the news because there's a lot of it that's just misinformation. And then it comes rolling back to us that, you know, Sally got her money. I can't get her. They got it in Eugene and we can't get it in Albany. Those those are just not true for the most part. So just keep in touch with your banker. Um, I would say in, in, you can go to wafed.com, but you can also call Nicole directly or myself directly, um, and we can help you get into the process pretty fast. Um, but yeah, I'd say stay happy, healthy, safe, enjoy your time with your family, um, and we're going to do everything we can to put some liquidity back out in this market. Very good. And Nicole, you know, you're here in the community with me. I see you all the time. You are, you and your husband are both significant community leaders. What would you say to your fellow business uh, people you engage in who own their own businesses and who, who would like to participate in this process with WAFED? What would you like to say to them? If you'd like to participate in the process, Mark has my phone number. Just give me a call. We'd be happy to help. Um, as, as Dan reiterated, um, it's, it's our, um, it's our honor actually to be in, in a position where we can help people in the community. And I know the program's not perfect and it doesn't provide the liquidity for every single thing you need, but it's a step in the right direction. And it certainly can help you bridge the gap. Um, we'd, we'd be happy to help and, uh, just please reach out. Very good. So uh, Dan Lacoste and Nicole Nelson from WAFED or used to be Washington Federal Bank. It's WAFED now. Is that correct? Yeah, you can get onto our website by typing WashingtonFederal.com, WAFED.com or WAFEDBank.com. I did double check. Okay. All right. I've been corrected. Again. So we, we thank you both for being. I know, Nicole, you said you had about 30 minutes. So we're there now and I want to respect everyone's time. Uh, thank you both for your heartfelt message and your tr tremendous information this morning, this afternoon, I mean. And it's exciting to know that we have a bank in our community that has your philosophy and that has your commitment to your, to your customer because I haven't heard of this kind of personal, direct uh, interaction in, in quite a long time. And it, it's good to see. It's like uh, business 
like my parents used to do the old way, so to speak, where your handshake still actually meant something and hearing in the conversation with the both of you today that the word of your organization still has significant value. Absolutely. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. So thank you both very much. And we'll get this posted to the business page and start directing clients and potential clients and customers to your direction. Perfect. We'd be happy to help. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks, you Mark. too. See you later.